0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cat
1: Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and I'm excited to welcome Anaskaya to our show today. She's the founder and CEO of Base Paws, and she created her company as a way for cat owners to get their furry friends the proper health care that they need by providing really neat tools like a cat DNA kit that you do at home and a dental health test. And we'll talk more about that on the show, but it's really awesome way to help you to get a deeper understanding of what's going on with your cat at a DNA level. So Anna, thank you for joining us
2: today. Yay. Glad to be here. Yeah. And so uh,
1: first of all, I want to comment on Basepaw's logo just because of my marketing (laughs) and design background. I think it's adorable. It's a little DNA chain made into a a cute little animal face. And I wanted to ask too, because you're, you do just DNA kits for cats, not dogs, right?
2: So we do what we say is that we're cat first and we don't just do DNA. We also do something even more exciting than DNA that I think uh, called microbiome. And we can talk a little bit about what microbiome is, uh, but there's bacteria in your gut. There's bacteria on your head, in your, on your scalp, on a kitty's fur, and there's also bacteria in their mouth. So yeah, we look at <laughs> genetics. Yes. Well, you know, we don't realize that tartar, tartar is just a lip of bacteria. So anything in the mouth that we can test from the saliva, we test, uh, which is the the host genetics, the genetics of the host, the cat, but also the microbiome, so the genetics of the bacteria.
1: So all people, for the cat. And when people go to your site, they you basically have three levels of of tests you can you can buy, and and let me speak to how easy right. this is too. So I I did this with Tabasco as he was aging he's he's passed now but and he, and he had kidney cancer and so i did it because i wanted to see the genetic markers because it was really hard for the vets to diagnose what was going on with him and and he was elderly when I did that. And then I did it again just this last week. haven't gotten the results back yet, but for Pico de Gato, because he's a kitten, he's just now a year old, and I want to have a baseline going forward with him. So, I also had like full blood lap work done and right. an x-ray, you know, chest x-ray and things like that, so that as he gets older and you know, we continue to look at these things. We can catch changes before they become issues. So right. I really think this is good, you know, and also if you're just curious, you know, but right, you, you can get the DNA test, which is, I think, $129. But right now it's coming with a free dental health report. Correct. Or you can get just the health report for $79, or you can get the whole genome sequencing for $499. So tell everybody a little bit about the differences and what they can expect when they order those.
2: Sure, sure. So I actually want to start from the very beginning so I can explain to your listeners why we're making these strange tests around genetics and microbiome. So four years ago, almost four years ago, when we launched BasePause, the vision was, you know, quote unquote, 23 and meow. That's what yeah. we thought we were building. We were like, "Listen, Twenty Three Me is an amazing company. You can find out so much stuff about yourself. It's like a a a, a window into, into your into yourself. Why can't we do this for cats?" And then companies like Embark were on the market already, and they were doing really well. And I was just shocked I couldn't do this for my kittens. So Base was born. And for two and a half years, we did nothing but Twenty Three and Meow-ish type of work. We were hundred percent genetics. We looked at the DNA of the cat, and we were able to help the pet parent really understand the breed side of the thing, of the equation, and the health side. And Those are very different parts of that same $129 test. Very, very different parts, and I want to cover both of them because when you buy a product for $129, it's kind of a lot of money, and you just want to make sure that you're getting a lot for that money, and I think with our kit, you're just getting so much, so you're getting a deep dive into the what we call the ancestry or the breed makeup of your cat. And if you live in the States and unless you, you know, spend thousands of dollars on a pedigree pet, a pedigree cat, most likely you have what we would call a domestic, um, we call a domestic poly cat. Uh, If you are in the UK, you call it a, I think a Maudie. What do you call it in the UK? I think something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And domestic short hair, I think is what we hear mostly here. Domestic short hair, domestic long hair, but a a domestic basically means there's just so much different genetic material in there. It doesn't really match any pedigree cat out there. Until base pass came around, that's all we had domestic. So when we started doing our work, we realized that every domestic cat is a domestic cat. It's, it's a, it's not a pedigree cat. Those are the two major categories. But if you have a domestic cat, you could still find parts of their genome that matches pedigree cat genome. So while you can't say my domestic short hair came from a long line of, I don't know, royal Persians, like you can in dog, you mm-hmm. could say, hey, my domestic short hair has a big chunk of its genetics identical to a pedigree Persian. Maybe I can even see that. Maybe I can even see some Persian markings, maybe I can even see some Persian personality. So it took a long time for baseballs to establish the fact that feline genetics is just nothing like canine genetics. And a lot of people confuse that. And they think, well, you know, I did 20, I did Embark and Embark told me my dog is, is 25% this and 30% that. And that's awesome. But there's just no way you can do that in cat. It's just not how cats work. Cats don't have these parts of a breed they have similarities to certain breeds mm-hmm. so very big very big difference in how base works and also makes facebook incredibly unique because there's companies out there that also try to do breed identification for pedigree cat for for non-pedigree cats and if you do those tests basically what you get is oh you have 100 percent domestic short hair well, duh, I kind right. of knew that. Um, I actually just, a new company came came out a, a few months ago and I, I tested my cat and it came back 100% domestic short hair. And if I test, and when I tested that same cat on baseballs, I got like uh, some Russian blue and some uh, some other Western breeds. And it totally matched the personality of my cat way more than just getting this kind of one, one bucket of domestic. So Mm -hmm. breed identification, super cool, super fun. First time ever in the world. Baseball is a lot of firsts. We're the first like consumer DNA tests for cats. We're now the first uh, microbiome test for cats. So lots of really cool fun firsts. Um, However, what we have as part of this $129 product is also genetic health markers. So we've all heard of this kind of through BRCA, BRCA genes. Uh, you know, you have some health markers in your DNA that code for disease. Some of them, if you have it, uh, you're going to get the disease 100%. Most of them, if you have it, there's a risk. And the risk is different for each marker. But together, if you have certain markers, you should be paying attention to certain things. With cats, if you have a marker for PKD, for example, you really need to be paying attention to some kidney things. If you have markers for HCM, you know, the heart, you should be paying attention to some heart things. And my God, it's so good to have a report like this. And then you take that to your veterinarian and you say, Hey, I found this stuff out about my cat. I really want to be doing something about it.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: that was base buzz and kind of the 23 amount <laughs> for the first two and a half years. And then like something really radically shifted about 12 months ago. Uh, we were in the middle of COVID where we, we were, uh, we have our own laboratory in LA. So we actually didn't stop work and kudos to all the, the scientists at baseballs that came to work every single day and they did quite a lot of research and we figured out that in the saliva, and you know this from doing it for, for Pico and for Tabasco, you, you swap this little um, swab in the mouth. And you get all this saliva. Well, guess Uh what? All that saliva is not just DNA. There's an enormous amount of bacteria in there from the mouth. We call that bacteria the microbiome. And it turns out that bacteria is indicative, very, very strongly indicative of dental disease. So now we have a whole new section of the report. And actually, it's a part of that $129. It's an amazing deal. You get. Breed identification, health identification, and now dental disease identification and all of that as a single product. So long answer
1: to that's your great. And, <laughs> and you know, I would also think you know it's great if you have a domestic short hair and you want to know what those what those components are that make up your cat version of the mutt. But but I would also think that breeders would find value to this by doing this on all their kittens that they sell, because a, it, you know, it authenticates the breed, but it also, you know, would give them sort of, not exactly a clean bill of health, but it would it would show if there were some potential genetic markers in there, you know, that an adopter might need to be aware of. Right? Are you are you finding a
2: sure. fairly big market with breeders? So, we uh, when we first launched, we had this really awesome relationship with Teacup. Um, and we've spoken to Tika for years and years now, and we think that, um, there's an enormous amount of value, especially in the health markers, the breeders know about the breed that they're creating. It's less about testing for breed, uh, because when you're picking a kitten, the breed test is not really going to work for the features that you want. What's going to work really well is the health marker test. You want a healthy kitten. Mm-hmm. right? Do you want a healthy kitten? So the health markers that we have right now um, are the ones that are pretty important for you to know about. Um, you know, I'm struggling to answer this because I really want to be clear with your listeners that just because a kitten has a positive health marker, it does not mean that they're, they're going to have a terrible life.
1: Mm-hmm. It does
2: not mean that you should not adopt that kitten. And love that kitten. Um, it just gives you that extra bit of information, so you know how to make their life the best that you possibly can. Right. So, very, very important point. Let's not get, you know, that. Let's not get confused that having a positive marker will somehow make that kitten less desirable. It's just that for the breeder, if they get a kitten with a positive marker, they know not to breed that kitten. Right. Um, and right. to, you know, in. If, if I can give base paws a mission, like an overarching mission, it would be that we want to eradicate genetic disease from the feline population by learning about these markers, sharing them with the larger community, especially the breeder community, and making it so that the cats that have positive markers, and by the way, we're going to always add more markers, always, always, that's the vision. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to not breed those cats so that the, the general population, the feline population in the world continues to get healthier and healthier. It's a very broad vision. I very much stand behind it. But for that to happen, breeders do need to use this product. Uh, and I hope they will. I hope they will. I hope that breeders are listening to you right now. And, and uh, I really encourage them to reach out to Bezos. We have incredible uh, deals uh, for, for breeders. We really want them to be using this for the health side of their of their kittens.
1: Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. Now, what's the difference? So you've talked about the DNA test and the dental health report. What is the whole genome sequencing for 499? What do you get more with that that you're not getting in the others? Sure,
2: sure. So very often uh, innovation and in R&D starts with data, especially when it comes to the type of products that we have the more data we have, the better it is for all of cat health in general. Um, Base Plus shares, and will continue to share a lot of our research so that others can learn from this. Um, these types of really expensive sequencing products, uh, we call it whole genome sequencing, uh, takes the sample, the same kind of sample, and sequences, which means reads a lot deeper and a lot more. Um, This is a great product for a few different types of customers. Uh, Very often scientists that are cat people uh, would reach out to us and they would love to sequence their cats very deeply, which means they'll learn everything about their genetics. Even the things that they don't even know what they mean yet. They just want to have that data and they would want us to give them that data so they can play around with it. Uh, Mm -hmm. We very often have uh, very fun conversations with these customers. This is one of my favorite, favorite group of customers. Um, The second group of customers that does this, that that buys this product, this product actually gets sold a lot. Um, This group of customers is slightly different. Um, They have, uh, they probably have a, a pet that is passing or has passed and they want to in some way, commemorate them, hold them as part of, uh, help have their DNA be added to our database and then somehow help us make discoveries. So very often, if a pet is passing from something like cancer, uh, we would have the pet parent reach out to us and say, we want to do whole genome sequencing because we want to understand there's something about their genome that made them get the cancer. so we very often do that Um, if we come across a pet um, in our in our community we have you know close to hundreds of thousands of of samples now um, that we know is passing from cancer we might want to give this to them uh, for free because we might be interested in that data so it's for scientists it's for these kind of very engaged pet parents Um, it is a product that uh, the result of which doesn't differ so much right now to the result of your standard $129 product but as we learn more about cats and their genetics that product will continue to become more and more valuable and you and you talk
1: about sharing i mean clearly you're building a gigantic database just like 23 and me is doing and and tell us how you share it what ultimate information are you getting from that database and And what's that going to eventually mean?
2: Mm -hmm. So the database is large. Um, I'm venturing to say it's the largest database of feline genomic data in the world. It's definitely the largest database of feline microbiome, uh, mouth microbiome, dental microbiome data in the world. Um, Also, we have an enormous amount of phenotype data. So phenotype data is data that we collect by asking our pet parents questions. So let's say if there's a marker for HCM, we would reach out to you and we would ask everything we can about the health of your cat, their heart, their activity level, their food. Um, So the combination of host genetics of the cat, microbiome, dental microbiome, and these um, kind of questions and answers, this makes for a very, very powerful database. And we are able to find... Um, correlations between, let's say, answers, let's say someone says, um, my cat has terrible periodontal disease, and we can see that every single pet parent that has said my cat has bad periodontal disease, we can see that this one bacteria, for example, is off the charts. And that helps us understand bacteria and helps us understand maybe this bacteria causes or is part of a cause for periodontitis. So really, really interesting work. Um, a yeah. lot of this work goes into creating products like this new dental product we just launched.
1: That's very interesting. And I want everybody to know too that it's super easy to do. You know, you think, oh my gosh, collecting a saliva sample from the cat, you know, but it it's real easy. It comes with a little cotton tip swab, a lot like a Q-tip, a little bigger. And you just put it in the cheek, the side cheek of the cat. And with Pico, he was kind of like, Okay, whatever. And then I started twirling it around because you gotta, you know, rub it around in there for five seconds. As soon as I started twirling it, he kind of looked at me like, "What are you doing? That feels different." <laughs>
2: <laughs> but he didn't have to twirl it for more than five seconds, so hopefully, hopefully yeah. it was okay.
1: Yeah, no, he was fine. He he didn't jerk or pull away. Of course, he's he's pretty agreeable, but um, but it wasn't any big deal. And then you put it in the tube, and it's a it's a postage paid box. You just you know, and you go online and you register it. Now I had some, ran into some issues we talked about off air on on registering it, but when people go online to register their kit, are you collecting additional data then on the pet as far as the age and the diet and things like that, or (laughs) only if there's a marker that's concerning?
2: Sure, sure. So um, we collect information at different stages of our relationship with the pet parent. We collect some before they receive their report, very basic information, mostly about the pet parent, not really about the pet. When we send you the results, we then follow up with a lot of questions. If you have a positive marker, we follow up with a lot of questions. If your dental report makes us feel like you might have dental disease, we follow up with specific recommendations to most likely go and see your veterinarian. Um, if we see that your cat could be developing periodontal disease, we send you uh, the VSHC uh, recommendations for dental disease uh, management at home. Um, so there's different types of follow-ups depending on the health markers and the dental disease markers of the pet. Um, we are we really see ourselves as a company that stands behind preventative and proactive care versus reactive care. It has been my personal experience that we as pet parents are very good when there's a symptom, right? Let's say blood on the, on the gums or refusing to, to eat or mm-hmm. something different in the litter box. We are very good at looking at symptoms. They don't have to be emergency, but we're definitely great at emergency symptoms, but they, don't, they can be you know, mild symptoms. And then we, we go and we see a veterinarian about it. I have learned over the last few years that that is way too late. And our pets are probably really uncomfortable for days, weeks, sometimes even months before mm-hmm. we as pet parents realize something is wrong. You know, my cat can't talk to me. It can't tell me, hey, there's something in my mouth and I'm not liking it. Right. So we have to be great prevented like we have to be like a sherlock holmes with you know magnifying glass walking around our kiddies, being like is that normal what's going on here and this is the 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 core belief of why baseball is is building the the and why it's successful is that we are here as a preventative tool we're part of your toolbox you have a toolbox as a pet parent we're part of that toolbox a preventative test a test done before you see a problem so that yeah. It helps identify problems,
1: and and cats in particular, you know, they because they're both predator and prey, they genetically do not show weaknesses. So if they're feeling uncomfortable, they're not going to outwardly show it they you know dogs tend to whimper and cry <laughs> and get your right. attention but cats aren't going to do that so and and you know that's that's what happened with Tabasco that's how all that started is he all of a sudden started becoming a picky eater and i said something's not right he's always eating well something's something's going on dentally or something's going on with his sure. mouth or his gut or something and i took him to a vet that missed some molar infections and and that's cuz he oh. you know he was he should probably looked after the blood draw which was a bad bad idea but <laughs> missed it and so he went a very long time without having those infected molars extracted oh. and and that bacteria circulating through his whole body oh. i i truly believe contributed to you know to his ultimate disease and death oh. so it is extremely important. And I don't think, I think when I did it back then, I don't think you were doing the dental the health. health report. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's, I mean, getting your cat's teeth cleaned is expensive. Right here where we are, it's $600 and most people cannot afford that because they have to sedate them. It's not something they can do, you know, with them awake. So it, it is an expensive procedure, but wow, it needs to be done. You know, you've got to get your, your cat's, teeth cleaned periodically and this is certainly a good way to to try to decide when you start that and how often you do that between this and consulting with your vet to to create a a care plan is super important
2: um i first of all i could have said it better myself cats hide their pain and we really don't know um it's like it's like the world is conspiring against us you know as pet parents like we really have no idea when things are bad um, yes, it's, you know, and, and I, I would imagine that you're like the best pet parent. And if you miss some of these signs, imagine what the rest of us, right. <laughs> what the rest of us are like. Right. Um, so it's, it's just so important to be preventative focused. You know, you don't, you, you can't imagine this was your child. You can't just go to the, to the doctor when there's a huge problem. You always have to go to the doctor and, and look at the small issues and double check. And even the doctor, the veterinarian, they, they don't speak cat, they don't right. know for sure. So the more tests that you can do, the better. Uh, saliva is an amazing predictive uh, fluid, same as blood, of, of different changes in the, in the cat's mouth very, very much. Um, DNA is, is incredibly important as well. Now that science is finally, I mean, quote unquote, cheap enough to be using this for our pets. I don't really see any reason not to do it. It Absolutely. is affordable and it, it, it puts so much control in your hands as a pet parent. Um, you know, it's, it's just something that should just be the the standard of care for all of us that are pet parents.
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, not only do veterinarians struggle with animals can't tell us how they're feeling, you know, only the parents can see changes and communicate that to the vet, but they've also got to learn so many species. It's not like they're just learning cat or just learning dog. They've got to learn birds and
2: gerbils and all the small animals. And and different parts. I mean, it's it's such a, it's way, I think, I mean, total respect for doctors, but, so much more, you know, that we expect from the veterinarian.
1: Yeah. Then they could possibly have time to learn. So species important. And, and, you know, I'm one that harps on nutrition because just like us, if I sat around and ate potato chips all day, I'm going to have nutritional deficiencies that are going to lead to diseases and other things. And if the cat doesn't have a good nutritional baseline, then that's also potentially going to lead to issues. So while a genetic marker should not alarm someone or prevent someone from adopting, I think the opposite is true too. Just because you get a clean bill of health doesn't mean, you know, the cat can eat bad food all the time because it might lead to something down the road. That's not a genetic carrier.
2: I mean, uh God, I can, we can just do half an hour of food. (laughs) I (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) um, I mean, my, my take on that is that not every food is good for every cat. Like -hmm. you have to know your cat. Well, you have to understand their health well, to understand what kind of food they need. I mean, again, going back to dental. Yeah. So knowing what, like, if you have halitosis, if you have periodontitis, the food should be different if you don't. Uh, the supplements that you give your pet should be different. Uh, the treats that you give your pet should be different. I mean, the, the same treat can be completely different to the body of one cat than to the other. And we see that with food for humans. So why should it be any different for cats? Right. Um, Baseballs doesn't do anything in, in the food space. This is just my personal opinion because I have two cats and I, I see that there's there, the, for the two of them, the same food does not work. You have to be, you know, like the Sherlock Holmes, you have to be there. and You have to really, really watch and see what works for each cat. What does not mm-hmm. that's good in full agreement with you.
1: I got you And know, I got a just a, a kind of off topic curiosity question. So I noticed that Kevin O'Leary is one of your
2: advisors. Were you on Shark Tank with baseballs? Sure. Yes. Yes. Kevin oh. O'Leary is an amazing advisor for us. He didn't even take any extra royalties for the advice. And we were on Shark Tank, let me think, 2019. We basically launched the product, the DNA test on the show. Um, We had just a few, few, uh, kind of, I think, a few hundred thousand dollars of sales and we were on the show. So we just got started. And um, if your listeners have not seen the segment, please, please check it out. If you're a cat person, you would love it. Uh, We do a lot of cat talk. It's really funny. There's a Big cat, <laughs> uh, crawling around, rubbing against the legs of different sharks. Um, you know, it, it was it was like a great episode. We we really elevated the the point just across the board about cat care, and cat health, and cat genetics. And we got a deal. We got a deal from two of the sharks. Uh, Kevin Leary is our main dude. Uh, he'll be the first to tell you he's not a cat person; he's a money person. You know, <laughs> of course, of course. Um, yeah, it was great. You know, we're based in Los Angeles, so it wasn't like we had to go far for the taping. I taped myself, and probably the most stressful thing I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> um, a, few, a few things <laughs> might come up there, but you know, watching like. I forgot my lines completely. I, I spilled water on my shirt and had to find a jacket like last minute. And I mean, like, <laughs> you know, I, I look I look like I've got it. But, you know, everything that's happening on the background is just a total roller coaster of ups and downs.
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to it, is a link to that on your website.
2: It's not, it's not, but I, you know, you can just Google baseballs and Shark Tank. And, and Shark find Tank. It.
1: Okay. I'll have to find yeah. that. I'll, I'll be sure to share that too. And, and speaking of sharing. So I want to talk to everybody about another really exciting, cool thing that you're doing and supporting. And that is, and if you're listening to this podcast after it airs, this isn't, this isn't going to apply to you. Um, th- this is September, 2021. And, and, and they are doing a, a cat behavior summit this Saturday or this Sunday, I guess it is, on the 19th. And it's like it's an all day, right. like nine to, to two p.m. type thing. It's virtual. So you, you join by Zoom. And, and if you it's a twenty five dollar donation that actually all those proceeds are donated to support the Hurricane Ida Animal saving efforts, and if you're right. not able to to attend live, then they will provide you with a recording of it. So I, and it, and it really looks like a great panel. It's a panel of mostly veterinary behaviorists, which there aren't many of those in the country. So right. for you who too have assembled as many as you have, that's awesome, and um, and I think that's that's just great. I'm personally looking forward to to joining and and hearing what they have to say. Awesome.
2: So, you know, there just isn't enough cat events. There aren't enough cat events. There are tons of events at, you know, the healthy spots and the dog parks for you and your pup. You can go into Starbucks and you can get a puppuccino and you can sit there and you can hang out and other dog people will come up and hang out with you. And isn't that great? Where are all the cat events? Nice. That, that was the thinking behind the, the, you know, our need to have this. I mean, it was also COVID uh, when we first launched this last year, and we were just desperate and dying for any kind of fun and interaction. Um, so, okay, it's on Zoom, but it's the, it, last year was so much fun. It was very educational. As pet parents of cats specifically, we have to keep uh, pumping new tricks out and learning new tricks, New tricks of behavior, new tricks of food, new tricks of uh, you know walking around with a with you know making sure that they're um, having fun, that that cats mm-hmm. aren't being lazy, that they're that they're playful enough enrichment, yes, so, all of yeah, so enrichment, important. Exactly, it's the word I was looking for. Um, you know, so we we are always we no matter how good we are, we have to continuously like get better at it because if we're not trying new things in our cats, they're going to get really bored. They want excitement. Are they hunting enough at home? Probably not. So you got to learn new stuff. So that was the reason why we did the first event. Um, If you are listening and you are a cat parent, I guarantee you, if you join this, you're going to learn a ton of stuff. Um, You mentioned the top, like we have the top behaviors in the world joining this conference and giving lectures and giving their best tips and tricks. You will walk away with so many ideas about how to keep, You know, everything from nutrition to behavior, to to genetics, to everything that you can think of when it comes to your pet, you will be a better parent for it. We have to keep learning. We can't talk to them unless you speak cat, Uh, but even we don't here. Um, You have to learn new stuff. This was just, it's it's a great place. The one day event, it's all online. It supports great causes. We're donating every single penny. We really just want to educate you. We want to do a little bit of good along the way as well. Um, We're doing this for our cats. We think that we can be better at keeping them happier in our homes.
1: Yeah. And I misspoke. It's not the 19th. It's actually the 18th. It's, okay, it's great. Saturday. And actually, I'm delivering a, a webinar that day. I'm going to register for the summit so that I can get the link, but I'm not going to be able to attend because I'm actually delivering a webinar on introducing cats that afternoon. Oh,
2: awesome.
1: Um, but and so if go to cat behavior summit com and all the information's right. there and links to get your ticket and that kind of thing. And BasePaws.com will get you all the information on the DNA kits we've been talking about. And did I forget to ask you anything that's important to share?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered so much. Check out BasePaws and sign up to our blog. Everything I talk about, we write about. We write really fun stuff. Please sign up to the blog. If you haven't done a DNA test or a microbiome test of the mouth for your kitty, consider this just one more thing you should do. It's quite inexpensive compared to lots of other things we do for our cats.
0: So, oh, yes. And it will just,
2: it will just be the thing that you need to have in your toolbox to just give your cat kind of the best life that it could have.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll share Pico's information. So if you're listening and you're curious, I'm I'm sure you have a sample report on the site. But we do, you know, anything anybody, our listeners wants, I'm happy to help answer as well, because this will be my second time going through it with a different cat. And I'm looking forward to all the new new data.
2: Awesome.
1: That's good. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be here with us Absolutely to educate our listeners and to put together this awesome cat behavior summit. And um, hopefully we'll, we'll reconnect again in the near future and have you back on the show.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much, Molly. It was a pleasure.
1: Absolutely. And thank you everyone for tuning in today and listening to cat talk radio
0: until next time, keep calm and purr on. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now... Go make a connection with your feline friend.